Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Catch, Hook, and Shoot. Today is Sunday, October the 14th. Hope everybody's loving the show, and I uh, hope you're checking it out on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, any place you find your podcasts. I uh, hope you're following the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, all the uh, social media. If you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, today is Sunday, October the 14th. My name is Tom. And, uh, yeah, a lot going on this week. Um, all kinds of news coming out of the WWE. Most of it's surrounding the Crown Jewel event coming up on November 2nd. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Going to see what's going on around the uh, the world of pro wrestling this week. Uh, first of all, on Raw, had a couple of uh, pretty, pretty significant heel turns on Raw. Uh, first and foremost was Bobby Lashley. Uh, the WWE's kind of been hinting at this ever since they hooked him up with Leo Rush. Leo Rush, obviously, you know, a natural, natural-born heel, and uh, looks like that's the direction that they're going to take Lashley, which I like. I like the fact that they put him with a mouthpiece because Lashley's not the greatest on the mic, but he's phenomenal in the ring. So I think the these two being paired together is going to be really great for Bobby Lashley's career going going forward. Uh, hopefully, it you know results in him getting a pretty big push. And uh, we'll see what's going on from there. Another heel turn that happened on Raw this past week. The uh, the Bellas, Nikki and Bree, turned on Ronda Rousey. And uh, look, it's looking like Nikki Bella is going to be the one to challenge Ronda Rousey for the women's uh, Raw Women's Championship at the Evolution pay-per-view coming up. Um, not, not totally unexpected. I've been looking for this to happen the last couple of weeks since they've been teaming the Bellas with Ronda. And... Uh, you know the Bellas obviously are going to have a pretty significant spot in the uh, the Evolution pay-per-view. They may not be the greatest in-ring performers, but as far as um, mainstream popularity and things like that, with their you know all the reality shows and all their uh, other business ventures that they got going on, it it just makes uh, makes good business sense to put put them in a prominent role in the Evolution pay-per-view. I know a lot of people aren't real happy about it. There's definitely better in-ring competitors they could have put in there with Ronda for this match at Evolution, but like I said, it's not uh, not totally unexpected. Uh, another big piece of news coming out of Raw was the return of Kurt Angle in the uh, uh, Battle Royal that Baron Corbin held for a spot in the uh, WWE World Cup tournament coming up. Uh, Angle came came in under a mask dressed as the the Conquistador, which I thought was uh, was pretty funny. Can't wait to see what uh, Edge and Christian might have to say about that one. But uh, anyway, so yeah, Kurt Angle's back. Looks like he's going to have uh, an in-ring role, at least for the time being. Don't know if he'll go back to being the GM at any point or if he's going to do more uh, actual wrestling. We'll have to see how that's going to go. Another big return officially announced at uh, at Raw was Shawn Michaels coming out of retirement, the team with Triple H. You're going to see a match of uh, tag team match, Degeneration X versus the Brothers of Destruction, which is uh, right now scheduled for the Crown Jewel event. Coming up uh, again. That's uh, well. I'll get into I'll get into the, the specifics of that later. But uh, as of right now, DX versus Brothers of Destruction, uh, classic tag team match here for the biggest names in WWE history, uh, should be a, an awesome match wherever and whenever it takes place. Uh, another an announced match for the Evolution pay per view is uh, a tag team match with. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James taking on Trish Stratus and Lita. Now these were originally set as two singles matches, but it looks like on Raw they uh, merged the two into a tag team match, which 
you know, I see no problem with that. I mean, uh, Trish and Lita, their, you know, their careers in history speak for themselves are two of the, the greatest female performers in the history of WWE. Uh, Alexa and Mickey James, well, Alexa is probably the top, uh, top women's heel in WWE right now. Mickey James, another WWE legend who still happens to be uh, actively wrestling full-time, but she's right up there with uh, Trish and Lita, so that should be an awesome match for the Evolution pay-per-view. Moving on to SmackDown, um, Charlotte and Becky Lynch had a uh, uh, rematch from their uh, their last pay-per-view match, and they basically ended in no contest or count-out, whatever. Uh, this was the one where the... Uh, disqualification rule was waived. Had Becky gotten herself disqualified again, she would have lost the title. I kind of, you know, made this prediction last week saying that it wasn't going to have a clear-cut winner in this match. It was either going to be a count-out or a no-contest, something like that, where Becky holds on to the title, and there's no clear-cut winner in the match. So the uh, uh, page announced later on for Evolution there's going to be a third match with Charlotte and Becky, and this one is going to be the first-ever last woman-standing match. And these are definitely the the two best ones I think to put in this match. Um, really, any of the uh, NXT four horsewomen, Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, or Sasha Banks, any two of them could uh, could potentially pull off a match of this caliber. So this, I'm hoping. Well, no, I'm I take that back. I'm going to say Ronda and Nikki Bella is going to be the main event of the Evolution show. But uh, Charlotte and Becky, I think, is probably. Uh, has the potential to steal that show, so I don't know how, uh, I don't know where they'll put it on the card, but I'm not thinking it's going to be directly before the Raw Women's Championship match. Um, another World Cup qualifying match on SmackDown, Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe. Jeff Hardy came out on top in this one, so so far in that World Cup, uh, you've got John Cena, Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, and uh, Randy Orton also had a match against the Big Show, which Randy Orton was victorious, so he'll be part of the World Cup as well. Uh, We have the 1,000th episode of SmackDown uh, this coming week on Tuesday. A lot of big names uh, announced to make appearances on this show. Uh, Probably the biggest one for for me is uh, the announcement of Rey Mysterio returning full-time to WWE starting at SmackDown 1000 with a match against Shinsuke Nakamura for a spot in the World Cup tournament. Um, I mean, Rey Mysterio and Nakamura should have, uh, well, that'll definitely be the match of the night, I would think, that most likely would be the main event of the show. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see this one. Some news coming out of New Japan. Uh, looks like Chris Jericho has reemerged in New Japan. He, uh, at their last, uh, last big show, he attacked evil while he was on his way to the ring. Um, this is basically, uh, kind of, um, yeah, kind of, uh, you know, getting back at evil for getting involved with, uh, Jericho's, program with Naito when uh, Jericho attacked Naito. Of course, Evil came out to help because they're part of the same uh, same group in New Japan. So Jericho attacked Evil and uh, challenged him to a uh, match for the New Japan or the IWGP Intercontinental Championship at their show coming up on November 3rd. Uh, some Bullet Club news. We've got uh, Jay White, uh, Jado, and Gato are new members of the Bullet Club, uh, Bullet Club OGs or the Firing Squad, whatever you want to call them, with... Uh, Tamatanga, Haku, Tangaloa, uh, no, that uh, that faction of the Bullet Club, uh, which of course they've been actively recruiting the last couple weeks. So it looks like these these three are the ones that they've taken on. Uh, are they going to end up getting anybody else? I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, Ring of Honor uh, 
last week had a match with the villain Marty Skrull versus Hurricane Helms. This, this was an awesome match. If you have not seen it yet, do yourself a favor and uh, and check this match out because this was it was a really good match. Check it out on the Fight app or uh, however you can, but definitely definitely watch that match. Uh, 205 Live had the uh, the 205 Live debut for uh, Mike Bennett and Maria Kanellis. Uh, really cool to see Bennett back on. Uh, on WWE TV, of course, he and Maria both have been off for a little while. Um, Maria uh, obviously was uh, was pregnant, just gave birth to the couple's first child about six months ago, and Mike Bennett was out. Uh, he had gone to rehab for some substance issues. Uh, by all accounts, he's doing great. He's been clean and sober ever since, and uh, you know, good to see him back on WWE TV. He's been back doing house shows and dark matches and and things like that for a little while. Uh, it's good to finally see him back on one of their main programs, and uh, you know, it's definitely another boost for the 205 Live brand. Uh, you know, another another big name for for them to uh, you know kind of elevate the brand a little more. So it'll be interesting to see what what kind of position he has. I'm sure he'll end up in the uh, cruiserweight title picture sooner rather than later. So 205 Live definitely still still one of um, I think one of the best in ring shows that WWE's got going on right now. And uh, you know uh, Bennett and Maria can only can only add to that. So I'm excited to see exactly where where they're going to go with this one. For NXT this week, the uh, the big match was Ricochet, Adam Cole, and Pete Dunne for the North American title. Uh, Ricochet did come out on top in this one. He's still the North American champion. This was a fantastic three-way match. Um, again, another one I say, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, get get on the WWE Network, check it out. It was a great three-way match with these guys. Next week, we've got the, uh, the tag team titles with the Undisputed Era defending against the War Raiders. This one's been a long time coming. Um... Yeah, I figure Undisputed Era is probably going to find a way to retain, whether it's a disqualification or winning by some type of underhanded tactics, whatever it might be. Because this is a, uh, a rivalry that I think they, they're probably going to carry on for a little while. It's been building uh, for, for a little while already, and this is going to be the first match between these two teams. So it'll be uh, pretty cool to see how, uh, how this one's going to play out. Uh, the Mae Young Classic this week uh, was a match that I've, I've actually been waiting for since the tournament started. Mia Yim versus Caitlin. Um, in my opinion, I know I posted this on uh, Twitter earlier in the week. This was the best match of the tournament so far, and every match in the tournament has been great. It has not been a bad match yet, but this, for my money, has been the best best match of the tournament. I hated you know, that one of them had to lose because they are two of my favorite uh, female superstars, but Mia Yim did come out on top in this one, advanced to the quarterfinals. Uh, again, I have not read any spoilers on this. I've been actively trying to avoid them. I have not, you know, been avoiding any, I've been avoiding any kind of articles about the Mae Young Classic and things like that just because, you know, I want to, uh, I want to be surprised. I want to, you know, watch it unfold as it's happening on TV. I know all these matches have already been taped uh, a couple of months ago, but, you know, I've been doing everything I can to avoid seeing, uh, you know, who beats who and who's in the finals for, for Evolution and things like that. Uh, some some interesting rumors floating around this week on uh, the Wrestling Observer. Um, they were uh, made mention uh, that Cody Rhodes and I would assume the Young Bucks as well are, you know, looking into uh, possibly doing an All In Two and maybe even All In Three, um, potentially in Chicago again or somewhere in Southern California. That's definitely huge news. Hopefully, that's something that does come to uh, come to fruition because. All in, 
I said it before, it was the best show that I've been to in a number of years. On, uh, you know, I mean, they can, you know, it can only go up from there. I would think uh, if they were to announce All In Two, if they were to go for a bigger arena, just for example, if they did do it here in Chicago again, if they went, if they were able to get into the Allstate Arena, which is typically a WWE venue, uh, I have no doubt they would sell it out. I mean, it's an eighteen thousand seat arena, so it would almost double. Uh, the capacity for what they had for all in one, but I had uh, no doubt in my mind they could sell it out. So this is definitely something going to be watching pretty closely uh, and hoping hoping that it does come uh, come true. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, some impact rumors going around. Uh, of course, Bound for Glory is going on tonight. And there's a rumor floating around that Chris Jericho could make an appearance. Uh, wouldn't surprise me. He pops up everywhere else. So. And he does have the uh, the Jericho Cruise coming up at the end of this month, and uh, you know there is a big uh, impact presence on the Jericho Cruise. There is also a big Ring of Honor presence, New Japan presence. Basically, kind of like All In, everybody's represented except for uh, the WWE, really. So, uh, yeah, I have to keep an eye on that tonight. See if he if he does show up, and if so, what's what's he there for? Who's he going after? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's a big uh, Impact versus Ring of Honor. Uh, match going on on the cruise so it will I would think most likely would be to promote the Jericho cruise I don't know if he'll be doing anything getting involved in any storylines or anything like that but it, that wouldn't surprise me either uh, another announcement from impact for Bound for Glory tonight Willie Mack is going to be making his impact debut teaming with Rich Swan, uh, and they are going to be going against Matt Seidel and Ethan Page should be a, a great match with these four guys uh, some WWE, not really a rumor, but uh, some some more news from uh, WWE. Chelsea Green has signed with WWE, so she'll be reporting to the Performance Center, and I'd expect she'd probably debut on NXT in their women's division because uh, they do, you know, they have been building up some of their uh, uh, their female superstars ever since they lost, uh, not really lost, but ever since like Ember Moon and a lot of their female superstars moved up to Raw and SmackDown. You know, which tends to happen on a more or less yearly basis. Their their roster gets a little bit thinned out with people getting called up, so they have to bring up new talents. Uh, I'm sure Chelsea Green is going to be a huge part of their women's division uh, in a very short period of time here. Uh, some bad news out of WWE. Kevin Owens apparently is out for four to six months with a knee injury. Um, read an interesting story that when he comes back, he's going to be working as a babyface. I don't... Don't know if I necessarily like that. I mean, Kevin Owens is a natural heel. Uh, he and he's just he's great at it. So, but the the fans, you know, tend to cheer him anyway because he's just he's one of those uh, one of those guys that the the fans just really really get behind. So, you have to see how much truth there is in that. But yeah, four four to six months could potentially miss WrestleMania, which would you know be be really kind of sad for him. Hopefully, he's able to come back uh, in time at least to appear at WrestleMania. I don't know if he'd be able to get. Uh, involved in any major storylines, but, you know, it doesn't mean he can't do some kind of run-in uh, at WrestleMania and interject himself in a match, or at least maybe be part of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, win the Battle Royal, who knows. But uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully he's able to heal up pretty quick and get back sooner rather than later. Uh, another piece of, um, piece of information from WWE, apparently Bray Wyatt's going to be making his return to television pretty soon. Uh, he's been not out really but uh, hasn't been featured on tv too much since uh, matt hardy's uh, retirement and uh i don't think they're necessarily repackaging him but uh 
from what I read, there uh, he is going to be set for a major push when he does return to TV. Now, they've tried this before. Uh, he has been WWE champion in the past, not for a very long time. But, he, uh, you know, the fans, I mean, he's another one. The fans love Bray Wyatt, whether he's babyface, heel, whatever. You know, the fans are behind him. So giving him a push, whether it's the Universal title, um, Intercontinental title, put it, making him uh, part of another tag team, who knows. But uh, he, he's definitely earned a, a more prominent spot. So hopefully, you know, whatever plans they have for him, it will uh, work out a little bit, little bit better than previous plans. Like I said, they, it just seems, uh, you know, they kind of build things up really big with him. And then the payoff is not the greatest and it's not, not any fault of Bray Wyatt's. It's just the, uh, you know, it's just kind of the way things have, have worked out. So we'll see what happens with him. Hopefully he'll be back on TV in the next, next few weeks. And, uh, we'll see exactly what this quote unquote push consists of that he's supposedly going to be getting. Uh, something kind of cool with WWE, I guess, uh, Matt Hardy, uh, did an interview with JR on his podcast this past week. And, um, and I guess this would be the official announcement because I haven't seen anything about it on WWE television, but there's going to be a, uh, a broken or woken Hardy Halloween special on the WWE network. I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, anything that they've done with the broken universe at the Hardy compound has been entertaining as hell so i can only imagine what a halloween special would consist of i believe i said it's going to be like a half hour special um so i'm i'm really looking forward to that it's supposed to be out uh, sometime at the end of this month i'm sure it'll probably air like right after uh raw or smackdown i would assume probably the week of halloween so uh yeah that uh, should be should be something something to watch uh, Bound for Glory for Impact Wrestling is going on tonight. A lot of big matches going on for this one. Looks like it's shaping up to be a pretty good pay-per-view. We've got LAX versus um, uh, the OGs. And LAX, of course, is Santana, Ortiz, and Conan. And the OGs is uh, Homicide, Hernandez, and King. It's uh, what's being called a concrete jungle death match. Uh, I would assume that's basically just a uh, street fight with these two. The uh, storyline that's been playing out with these guys on Impact TV the last few weeks has been really good. I've I've liked it. Um, you know, if if you guys have missed it, there's uh yeah, there's just a lot lot to go over with this one. But uh, you know, they've been they it basically being uh, presented as two. Uh, Two rival gang factions basically uh, going at each other. Uh, they've been under a ceasefire the last couple weeks. Of course, that ceasefire was broken this past week when LAX beat the OGs down on the, uh, the go-home show of Impact before Bound for Glory. Uh, for the Impact Championship tonight, you got Austin Aries versus Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo, whatever you want to call him, John Hennigan. Uh, this match should be unbelievable i mean these are two of the top uh well the two top superstars in impact wrestling right now and um john hennigan has been one of my favorites for a long time just the stuff that he can do in the ring and outside the ring and everything else is just uh just ridiculous he's a crazy crazy good athlete and uh austin aries same thing uh phenomenal wrestler uh more you know more of a, a mat based wrestler where uh john hennigan is more of a an aerial guy so you know, good, uh, good clash of styles and should be, should be just a fantastic match. Uh, need to take a pause right here. I will be back in just a second. All right. Sorry about that. Had to, uh, 
pause my recording. There was uh, looked like my video was starting to uh, mess up a little bit. It should be all fixed here, so hopefully it didn't uh, wasn't messing up too much before I did that. I don't want to have to record the whole show over again. <laughs> but uh, so where was I here? Oh yeah, talking about the uh, Bound for Glory event coming up tonight. We've also got OVE versus Brian Cage, Phoenix, and Pentagon Jr. in an OVE rules match. Basically, again, uh, like a street fight. Really are no rules. Uh, Eddie Edwards versus Moose, uh, Tessa Blanchard versus Taya Valkyrie for the uh, the Knockouts Championship should be another fantastic match. Uh, it'd be would be pretty cool to see uh, Johnny Impact and Taya Valkyrie come out with the uh, Impact Champion uh, World Championship and Knockouts Championship. Um, that's that's really what I'm what I'm hoping to see. I just think, like I said, I just think it'd be cool considering they're uh, you know husband and wife. Uh, already talked about Matt Seidel and Ethan Page versus Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Uh, and then we have Allie versus Sue Young once again. Um, this this is actually an interesting storyline. I really kind of like the Sue Young. Um, for those of you that don't know, she's kind of almost like a female version of The Undertaker in some respects. Um, her thing is uh, locking her opponents inside of a casket, and then basically they're you know never heard from again. They don't they don't come flat out and say the person is dead, but they you know, um, yeah. And Allie's been kind of working to make sure that she never puts anybody in the casket again. Uh, that's actually that's what happened to Rosemary. That's uh, she hasn't been seen on on Impact TV since uh, she lost a casket match to Sue Young. Now apparently tonight Allie is uh, going to be traveling to the the land of the undead or something like that. Uh, with uh, Father James Mitchell, of course, Abyss's old manager, helping helping her with that, she, and uh, so I think tonight you may see the reemergence of Rosemary on Impact, which I think would be cool. I like uh, I like Rosemary a lot. She's one of probably my favorite uh, female superstar on Impact, so it'd be be good to see her back on on TV again. And then one more match with. Uh, Unbound for Glory, we've got Eli Drake versus, uh, I guess, a mystery opponent. It's just listed as to be announced right now, so it'll be interesting to see who, who this is going to be. And then the other big shows going on this weekend is uh, Ring of Honor, Glory by Honor. This course was a uh, two-night show. Night one was on Friday, and night two is tonight in Philadelphia at the old ECW Arena. Uh, but Friday night, the uh, matches that took place, Hangman Page defeated Shane Taylor, uh, the Kingdom, TK O'Ryan, and Vinny Marseglia, hope I'm saying that right, uh, defeated Kenny King and Flip Gordon. Uh, Briscoes defended the uh, ROH tag team titles and retained them against the Bouncers, the Beer City Bruiser, and uh, Brian Malonis. Uh, Marty Skrull and Hurricane Helms had another uh, another rematch, ended in double DQ, so it looks like they're advancing this storyline a little more. It'd be interesting to see what the next uh, next step is for these two. Uh, Bully Ray defeated Jonathan Gresham, and the Bullet Club, uh, Cody, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks defeated SoCal and Censored to retain the six-man tag team championship, and the main event Friday night was Jay Lethal successfully defending the ROH world title against Silas Young. Now, coming up tonight, uh, the, the TV tapings in Philly, uh, Jay Lethal, Jonathan Gresham, and a mystery partner taking on the kingdom, Matt Tavin, TK Ryan, and Vinny Marseglia. Um, Cody's taking on Kenny King, and the Briscoes are defending the tag team titles in a three-way match against the Young Bucks and the Addiction. So that should be... That, that tag team match is one I definitely need to see. Uh, now, tonight... Uh, is uh, TV taping, so 
you know, I would assume those matches will be on TV within the next couple of weeks. Cannot wait to see that three-way tag match. Uh, three, three of the top teams in the world, quite honestly. There's no other way to say it, so it should be an amazing match with those guys. Um, yeah, and some other interesting news with the Bullet Club. Um, the, uh, the Bullet Club Elite, which is Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, Marty Skrull, uh, have all been putting out uh, posts on social media lately with their new uh, new shirts, which that's not the surprise, uh, but the interesting part is they're all saying, you know, this is my final Bullet Club style t-shirt, and it, and it just happens to be my favorite. They've all basically said the same thing, which of course is leading to a lot of speculation uh, as far as exactly what that means. Does that mean they're, you know, leaving New Japan? Are they signing with WWE? Because they have said in the past, whatever they do next, they're going to do as a group. So I would think, you know, if uh, uh, WWE is signing one of them, they're going to have to sign all of them. Or at least that's the uh, the impression that these guys have been giving off lately. Uh, or maybe they're just uh, renaming themselves. Maybe they're not going to be part of the Bullet Club anymore. Maybe they're going to leave the Bullet Club name with the uh, firing squad. Because uh, the Bullet Club has been around in New Japan for a very long time. Uh, you know, as, as a faction, I mean, it was started by Finn Balor a number of years ago before he went to uh, NXT, so, you know, maybe the uh, maybe the Bullet Club name has just kind of run its course, maybe they're going to split these groups off, they're going to rename the Elite, maybe they're just going to be called the Elite and uh, have a new new style of uh, t-shirts and logos and things like that, or, you know, it could be something, you know, something totally different, uh, I mean, these guys are, you know, uh, self-promoting machines, so, you know, they, they've got people talking, and I'm sure that was the, the whole point of all these posts. So they've got people talking and speculating, are they going to WWE as a group? Are they just uh, going to become like free agents and perform wherever, whenever they choose to? Um, are they, Or are they just simply not going to be part of the Bullet Club anymore? So the, uh, something to keep an eye on the next few months and see where this goes. Uh, yeah, from uh, the NXT UK division... Uh, WWE has added another championship to the many that they already had, the NXT Tag Team Championships, which is the now the 16th uh, WWE Championship across all their uh, all their different brands and divisions and everything. Um, yeah, picture of the title belts was posted on Twitter earlier today. I mean, they're nice looking belts. I like them a lot. Uh, but yet, I guess uh, Triple H unveiled those at the uh, NXT UK TV tapings today. And supposedly he's got some other kind of big announcement coming up today. Um, have to see exactly what that is. There's, again, a lot of speculation. And, uh, yeah, going to get into a little bit here of what's going on with the WWE Crown Jewel event. Now, of course, this is scheduled for November 2nd in Saudi Arabia. It would be the second show of the, uh, uh, the deal that WWE has in place with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Uh, it's a 10-year deal to put on wrestling shows there and you know WWE has caught a lot of flack for this from the beginning uh, mostly because of the fact that women aren't allowed to perform there and you know I kind of get it, it's business and you know it's a lot of money involved I mean WWE stands to make hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars off of this deal over the course of the next 10 years uh, and you know so I'm sure that's um, the main driving force behind the decision to do this. I mean, WWE is a business. Their, their, you know, their bottom line is the most important thing. Um, but I'm sure there was also, 
you know, with their whole uh, women's evolution going on, you know, I'm sure there was also the thought there that, you know, we want to be on the forefront of helping this country and this culture evolve so that maybe at the end of this 10 years, we can have our women come over here and perform. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm sure that was at least part of the thought that went into this um, with uh, the Saudi government, you know, basically saying, uh, putting out there, you know, they're trying to basically trying to evolve their country and their culture and, you know, change some of the, the old, uh, outdated things that are, uh, traditions and things like that now. And I know I mentioned on an earlier episode that, you know, stuff like that, as far as, uh, the women's rights and everything like that, it's not something that's going to change overnight. It's going to take time, but, you know, I think, I, like a lot of other people, was hopeful that they they were at least working in that direction. Now, there's been uh, some some things that happened in the last week or so, um, basically regarding uh, just general human rights. That uh, well, I'm sure most everybody's seen the story by now. That uh, a journalist for the Washington Post, who is a permanent U.S. resident uh, but also a uh, a Saudi citizen has disappeared from the Saudi consulate in Istanbul, Turkey, and uh, by all accounts, he was uh, tortured and murdered by the Saudi government for basically basically speaking out against the government, being critical of the royal family, and what have you. Um, and if this is the case, I mean, you're seeing a lot of people that were a part of the uh, what's called the Saudi Vision 2030 deal. Um, a lot of people, a lot of corporations have been quote unquote suspending their involvement until, until this is resolved until, you know, everybody, uh, until basically until we find out what exactly happened. Cause nobody seems to know what happened to this man. Um, the Saudi government obviously is not saying a whole lot about it. And, uh, so yeah, like I said, you're seeing a lot of people pull out of this deal just because, I mean, if, if this is the case, if this happened, I mean, you're, you're talking about, you know, a violation of human rights on a, on a massive scale. And, you know, you figure if you, if you're going to evolve a country and a culture to bring it more in line with, uh, you know, the, um, values and, and everything like that of, uh, the rest of the world for the most part, you know, I, I would think rule number one, you can't go around killing people for what they think. And, you know, that that's just basic, again, human rights. And uh, so WWE has been catching a lot of a lot of heat for, uh, you know, this show coming up and a lot of people saying they need to cancel it and, you know, basically end their affiliation with Saudi Arabia and the royal family over there. Now, it sounds like from uh, what's what's being reported this morning, um you know, something, something is, is going on because WWE took down, they didn't remove the pay-per-view from their schedule, but they did remove uh, the ticket and venue information and any mention of Saudi Arabia from the event page for Crown Jewel. Uh, now, what this is to me, and I'm hoping this is the case, is that they're planning to move the show. I mean, I'd hate to see them cancel it outright. They've got a, a phenomenal card lined up for this show, but I, I definitely think if moving it is an option, then... They uh, they really should. I mean, they have TV tapings the following week in Manchester, England, Monday and Tuesday for Raw and SmackDown. The building where they're holding those tapings has nothing scheduled for that Sunday, which is November 4th. 
So they could potentially move Crown Jewel to Manchester, England. They wouldn't have to change the name. Crown Jewel works just great for a show in England. Uh, it would give England their first major worldwide pay-per-view since 1992 uh would be you know be huge for for that country um you know they've got three weeks to do this that is plenty of time for them to announce the change get tickets on sale and i have no doubt it would sell out i mean it they would they lose money there's no way no way around that they would lose money by doing this but uh you know at, at what point do you say the money's not worth it you know, having this show in Saudi Arabia right now would be uh, potentially a, a public relations nightmare for the WWE. Uh, not to mention the fact that Linda McMahon currently sits on President Trump's uh, cabinet as the the director of the Small Business Administration. So there's implications there. And um, I mean, frankly, Linda McMahon is the only member of Trump's administration that hasn't had some kind of scandal around her. She's still got somewhat of a clean name, uh, and this would, uh, you know, I. I can only imagine this would cause uh, problems for her in uh, the political arena, and uh, with Trump and Vince McMahon being, you know, so close. Obviously, Trump is in the WWE Hall of Fame. He and Vince McMahon are, are uh, good friends by all accounts. So there's just a lot of political implications there that I don't think people would want to have to deal with, and. Uh, you know, I just think all around the best decision WWE can make would be to move this show to Manchester, England, if that's a possibility. If it's not, I mean, if it came down to, you know, either having the show in Saudi Arabia and dealing with the consequences or canceling it outright and dealing with those consequences, if it were my decision, I'd rather just cancel the show. You know, just make the announcement due to circumstances beyond our control. The show's been canceled and that's that and move forward with you know, whatever else is going on, maybe move some of these matches to uh, Survivor Series, you know, or something like that. And because uh, this is just, uh, I don't know, it's not, I don't know if it's something WWE could recover from. I mean, I don't think it's going to bankrupt them, but it would definitely tarnish their reputation pretty badly, I would think. So, like I said, they have removed the ticket and venue information from the show page as of right now. Uh, they've removed all mention of Saudi Arabia. So I think that's a good sign that uh, hopefully they're going to be moving it. And Triple H did say he's got a huge announcement for the NXT UK tapings going on today. Hopefully that announcement is that Crown Jewel will be moving to Manchester uh, for uh, November 4th. I have to keep an eye on that and see what's going on. So that's uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything that's been going on around the world of wrestling. Uh, keep an eye on social media to see what uh what if anything is going on with the crown jewel event like i said my my best guess i think they're going to announce that it's being moved i mean vince mcmahon is not a stupid man he knows that there's going to be tremendous backlash worse than what's already happened you know just from the making the deal with saudi arabia there's going to be even more from this uh just because it, it by all accounts it looks like you know somebody has lost their life uh, and it's just it's not uh, it's not worth it quite honestly to to me as just as a human being uh as a wrestling fan it's not worth it you know i i like i said i'd hate to see a show of this caliber canceled but for for these kind of reasons it would be understandable and it would be the right thing to do and it would be the respectable thing to do uh but again that's my opinion i you know I'm not the one that stands to lose however many hundreds of millions of dollars there might be by pulling out of this deal. But uh, I, I'm sure you know WWE can take the hit, quite honestly, when it comes to 
financially. So, uh, yeah, like I said, that's all I got. Hope everybody enjoys uh, Bound for Glory coming up tonight. Uh, like I said, looking forward to the Ring of Honor tapings that are going on tonight. Can't wait to see some of those matches on TV over the next couple of weeks. Hopefully we should hear something sometime today about what's going on with Crown Jewel, or at the very least by tomorrow on Raw. Uh, we should should see what's going on. So uh, keep an eye on, uh, on Twitter and Facebook, see what, what kind of announcement Triple H is going to be making. Um, again, make sure you're following the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and uh, make sure you're checking the show out on YouTube, Podbean, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, any place you find your podcasts. Feel free to drop me any comments, questions, anything like that on any of my social media or on uh, any of the show pages. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. So for right now, I am going to sign off. Hope everybody has a good week, and I will talk to you guys soon.